atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I wish refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for July the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. Absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful rest. Restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Liberty Roundtable Live, archives and on-demand radio at your fingertips, libertyroundtable.com, the donate link there if you have the heart to help and more. And Sam and Kurt take to the airwaves. A quick recap of yesterday's show. We had two incredible guests on. First hour, Lowell Nelson Campaign for Liberty.org, Ron Paul Institute.org. We talked about their incredible political leadership school taking place on July 27th in Sandy, Utah. You want to learn more? CampaignForLiberty.org slash Utah. Incredible leadership training available now. Remembering Justin Raimondo, a true patriot, columnist, liberty-loving American, worked with Campaign for Liberty for years. Prayers are with patriots. Uh, Believe it or not, we believe that they still live thanks to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We also believe they can help in our sacred cause of liberty even after this life. They live again, folks, thanks to the Savior Jesus Christ and his central mission in God's plan of salvation, the atonement, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, he died on the cross, and we know it was uh, hard to even understand the suffering. But I don't like to think of Christ on the cross, although I know that was a necessary part of his mission. I like to think of the resurrected Savior Jesus Christ. And because of that, all men who come to earth may be resurrected as well as a gift Wow, what a tremendous gift, ladies and gentlemen. Now it's time for us to show gratitude for the gift and repent and have faith and turn to God and say, hey, I know our battle for liberty seems like a lost cause, but man, not to those who trust in Jesus Christ. He wins in the end, and so do we if we're on his side. We talked about Ron Paul says there is a storm on the horizon talking about the dishonest money fiat banking cartel known as the Federal Reserve. And we talked about goodbye dollar It was nice knowing you. Philip Giraldi writes an incredible column talking about the dollar. It's going away, folks. Other nations are using ways to circumvent the dollar. And I'm telling you, it's going to have repercussions that will ripple beyond your wildest nightmares. Uh, And you say, wow, Sam, what's up with that? And the answer is because we've abandoned honest money in America. We've forced folks on the petrodollar for too long. The big bully of the United States around the world is getting uh, shut down by other countries teaming up against America. Whether it's fiat currency or cryptocurrency, it's all the same. Cryptocurrency, folks, is nothing more than a digital fiat, right? Be very clear about that. I'm telling you right now, don't dip your toe in the crypto. Goodbye, dollar. It was nice knowing you. Incredible column. Next headline, Obama, frontman for Washington's imperialism. Paul Craig Roberts wrote this piece. Great point. But it's been, you know, George Bush, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama. It's all these guys. Donald Trump uh, really, sadly, becoming the pitch man for this agenda. 
He's just surrounded by too many hawkish folks. We need to bend his ear towards the dove view, towards the conservative view, towards that we are a constitutional republic and we will not engage uh, in these warlike uh, efforts around the world. We'll defend America. But other than that, we're going to avoid foreign entanglements, a humble foreign policy, if you will. We've got to move towards that. Donald, please, sir. You know what? Continue with what you campaigned on, my friend, because you were right then, and you'd be right if you stand for it now. We talked about the Declaration of Independence birthed 13 sovereign nations. Okay, we want to, in the 4th of July celebrations, believe we birthed the nation. That isn't exactly right. We are missing some fundamental steps. The Declaration of Independence did not birth a nation. The Declaration of Independence dissolved the bands that tied it to King George, and they became 13 sovereign states, if you will. Yes, eventually the Articles of Confederation created a united to some degree, but they were still battling. The states had too much authority. The federal, if you will, or the the, uh, joint united had none. It wasn't enough. They had to give the federal more power, more authority, but they made it very defined and limited. So understand there's a dual sovereignty that takes place, constitutionally speaking, that we need to celebrate. And the understanding that the states and the people have all the power um, that is not specifically, by the consent of the government, delegated to the Fed. We need to understand that fundamental principle, that reality check, if you will. Great job, Lowell Nelson. Second hour, we had our buddy on Scott Bradley. His goal is to preserve the nation. His website's freedomsrisingsun.com. Check it out. Incredible stuff. Weekly webinars on Q&A, constitutionally, and more. Democrats go from trashing the Constitution to trashing the Declaration of Independence. WND.com with that piece. Wow. It's not just the Democrats, though. The Republicans are doing it, too. Even a lot of people who you think would be for liberty somehow just have a weird twist. You know, the conservatives are pushing Article 5. You got all kinds of people doing all kinds of strange things. For example, uh, needed now new Revolution Day. FreedomWatchUSA.org. Who's that? Larry Clayman, folks, Larry Clayman wants to rejuvenate what he says was created on July the 4th, 1776. What, declare independence, go back to 13 sovereign nations or 15 sovereign states completely with no tie that binds, if you will? I would say that would be a sad tale to tell, folks. I know the federal's out of control, I get it, but the goal should be to rein in the federal, demand the checks and balances, restrict it to its constitutional mandate by the consent of the governed, should be the goal. But, you know, the question is, do you believe in citizens' grand juries? See, I do not, because there's no proper authority. Anyway, we break that down in detail with Scott Bradley. Uh, We finished on this idea, this video from Prager University, was Jesus a socialist? And the answer is, of course not. Absolutely not. In fact, Jesus Christ is the greatest advocate for agency ever known. Socialism is not part of the Savior's plan. That would be Satan's plan. Socialism, communism. They all lead to one tyrannical reality, folks. We'll force you to step in line. All will be well if we just can force you. That's the lie of Satan, folks. Anyway, the reason that Prager University, Dennis Prager and crew asked that question is to highlight the liberty, loving position of the Savior Jesus Christ. He offered his will to his father. Not my will, but thy will be done, he said. That's not a socialism plan. 
That's a, I offer my will. It's the only thing I have to give, Father, and I'll do it willingly. We should follow such example. And as we give our will to God, uh, he will do more with our lives than we can do for ourselves. I'll tell you that right now. It's the ultimate opportunity in liberty. Giving up your will allows liberty to flourish in your life on all, on all fronts, in all aspects, if you will. Anyway, uh, the Dennis Prager video is incredible. And what's interesting about it is, you know, we uh, at Liberty News Radio partner with Loving Liberty Radio Network. LovingLiberty.net is their website. We partner with them. They carry some of our shows. We carry some of their shows. We're helping them behind the scenes with engineering. Uh, we're just doing a great job together, by the way. Um, they have uh, the promoting of the Loving Liberty Radio Network with the Dennis Prager video that I'm speaking of. So great job in advertising and partnership there as hard-hitting talk radio continues to grow and become more and more and more important in this sacred culture war battle for liberty, ladies and gentlemen. Battle for our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. All right, without further ado, Kirk Crosby's with me from the road. Welcome back, my friend. Buenos dias. Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. You're, you, you're welcome, sir. I hope you had a delightful extended 4th of July family event, sir. Yes, yes, it was very nice. Yeah. All right, any highlights to mention? You know, we spent, uh, I mean, uh, some people's idea of a family event is quite different than ours, uh, but we spent, uh, you know, with nearly 100 people in, uh, you know, northern uh, Utah location, Pretty nice uh, surroundings. Um, well, just extraordinary surroundings, uh, both Mother Nature-wise, and uh, you know, provided by the uh, good people of our family. And so we just really had a great time. You know, nice food, good friends, family, and fun. You know, from what I understand, all Kurt's whole extended family, this hundred people gathering, they all celebrated my birthday too. I kind of like that. You know, that's right. You know, Fourth of July, Sam's birthday. <laughs> Good point. All right. I got sad news to report. <laughs> you spend time with family and you think the world's just a wonderful place. And by the way, it is, despite all the negativity going on. But I got a headline <clears throat> that concerns me greatly, and I just want to bring it up. Headline says, the Defense Department's computer network, Kurt, is among the top sharers of child pornography. Believe it or not, there's a house bill now targeting the use of the Pentagon's computer network for child pornography. The Hill writes the details. So it's so bad that the Pentagon is peddling porn, Kurt, now that they got to have a bill to try to stop it. Wow. I don't even know how to respond to this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a great point. How on yeah. earth does the Pentagon have, a, well, how is it peddling porn? And I mean, I just don't even understand the thing, Kurt. Maybe the God of Heaven will just want to wash Washington, D.C. away, but I guess almost happened yesterday, though. Yeah, in fact, Ocasio-Cortez is all mad about it, saying, don't you guys get the environmental impact, Kurt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, AOC on the beat. All I'm telling you is the ultimate weatherman, as Kurt likes to call him, he's not happy when we peddle porn on the government networks, ladies and gentlemen, and neither are we. How do we shut that sucker down yesterday? The answer is to have government carry out its proper delegated role, huh? And nothing more? Sam and Kurt in seconds. 
why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Hey, listen up. This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped-up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress. Now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. So the Defense Department's computer networks are now one of the top sharers of child pornography. Not just pornography, but the child kind. So who's allowed the government networks to be taken over to be used to peddle porn? It's so bad that there's a House bill now targeting the use of Pentagon networks for pornography. The bill's trying to stop it, according to the Hill com. Now, what I find fascinating about this is we're not just talking about porn. We're talking about child porn, Kurt. And uh, what's interesting to me about this is who allowed this to occur in a situation where they've got plenty of time at Google funded by this NQTEL Corp backed by the CIA. Plenty of time to shut down our messages everywhere, Kurt, because we're conservative. We stand for God, family and country. Got to shut that down. They can't shut down or stop the porn from being peddled. Uh, child pornography using government networks, primarily the Pentagon to get it done, Kurt. Um, we're talking about the Defense Department, folks. So how is the Defense Department, if they can't defend their own networks against foreign, um, going to defend our nation, Kurt? To me, it's um, not only a physical defense mandate constitutionally, but it's a, a cyber uh, mandate for protection and defense as well. How are they going to uh, you know, handle this? you got Congress with a bill. You got plenty of money already being spent. You got these networks doing all this stuff. They got plenty of time to shut me down, but they can't shut down the pornographers. Uh, uh, even the child pornographers at this point. I mean, what on earth is going on around here, sir? Well, it's a great question, Sam. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, to me, the bottom line just comes right down to, uh, you know, are we a godly people? Are we led by godly leaders? Uh, do we have, you know, godly individuals in those areas? If we did, we wouldn't have this stuff going on. Um, and, 
uh, we're going to reap the whirlwind. And I, you know, I you certainly could say uh, the most rain in one day ever uh, in Washington D.C. washing cars away and all that kind of stuff might be a little uh, warning. Um, you know. Amen. I agree. I'll tell you another little warning if you're ready for it, Kurt. Turns out that billionaire Jeffrey Epstein was arrested and charged with sex trafficking by federal prosecutors on Saturday after his private jet landed in New Jersey. Um, uh, I don't even know how to respond to this except for now they say he's involved in more and more porn. Uh, he's involved with uh, children, little girls, etc. Young girls underage uh, giving uh, sexual massages and um, girls being paid to be involved and girls being paid to recruit other girls. And it's a big old massive scandal, Jeffrey Epstein. But see, back in 08, the guy or in 09, I can't remember, something like that. The guy already got busted uh, for doing this once. But the prosecutors made a special deal and let him off the hook and he runs around free. Uh, now the, uh, the abuses are so bad it rears its ugly head once again. They say the victims should be heard. Uh, the problem is, Kurt, this one, if we dig into the details, is going to touch all kinds of high level. Bureaucrats and politicians and celebrities and who knows who, what and stuff. And the question is, will this one get buried or will we have truth on this, do you think? Where are the Me Too movement folks, well, Kurt? Uh, yeah, good point. Um you know, it's a sign at least uh, that there's a, maybe a little bit of a crack in the in the uh, justice not for all uh, kind of program, which means uh, if you're rich and you got good connections to high places like Bill Clinton and others, uh, then you would uh, somehow just get off, you know. And yet, um, if you're a you know poor guy from the whatever the sticks or whatever and you did anything like this then you're going to be going up the river now the and by the way we're not defending the little guy that does this stuff either no. we're just merely saying that we need to have uh, accountability here we need to have justice served and these victims certainly need to have their um, fair day in court but you know you kind of start to say well now we got to talk about mm, bill clinton the me too movement doesn't touch bill at all but it turns out that Bill Clinton now said he knew nothing about billionaire Jeffrey Epstein's alleged sex trafficking, according to a statement released by Clinton on Monday. Kurt, this is all recent stuff, uh, and history repeats itself. I know we were talking about this, you know, 10 plus, whatever, 20 plus years ago with Bill Clinton, but it just goes round and round and round. Um, so Bill denies it, says he knows nothing about Jeffrey Epstein, but it turns out that he was on Jeffrey's plane over 26 times, Kurt. And five of the times he ditched Secret Service to go on the plane. No one knows what happened there. No one has the details. So they decided to request information for the Clinton Library now, Kurt. And Clinton Library refuses to hand over info on Bill's ties to Jeffrey Epstein, according to WND.com. So um, what do you think? You think this is going to be a big dragnet? You think the Me Too movement are going to just double down and, you know, take it on like they did Kavanaugh and like they did Roy Moore and everybody? Are they going to just drill in and get the bottom line on this thing? Or is it just going to go, mm, bye-bye? What do you think, Kurt? Well, I sure wish I could say that, um, hey, they're going to get to the bottom of it and uh, the guilty are going to pay for their crimes. But the problem is, Sam, uh, you know, Bill Clinton's been skating 
on things like this forever. And, uh, you know, those around him either end up dead or, or they just get off. And, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> it would sure be nice to see justice served. Now, here's the problem with this one. Donald said Jeffrey Epstein was a wonderful guy. And I said, uh, Jeff's a lot of fun. And uh, we even have a documented time when uh, Donald Trump was on the plane with Jeffrey Epstein. And so I don't know if this will touch the Donald or, you know, I don't know who, what, where. But this is crazy. And, I, you know, I hope we get to the bottom of it. I don't have a lot of confidence because we've heard this before. You know, it's kind of like stopping the IRS's abuses. Oh, every 5, 10, 15, 20 years, you hear of another, oh, my gosh, the IRS is out of control discussion. But then nothing ever happens. They just kind of talk about it. It's a flash in the pan of the news, and then pretty soon it goes away, and the abuses just continue. In fact, oftentimes they ratchet up. Uh, So I don't expect any of this to stop anytime soon. And I think they might take down a couple of people, but it will be certainly contained. We won't get to the bottom of it. We won't really get to the, the reality here. You know, the drug cartels and the drug and the sex trafficking cartels are healthy and alive at the border. We can't stop them, and we can't stop them in the highest circles of Washington either. Now, I wish we could, but I just don't see it being reality at this point, Kurt. There's not enough uh, anger from the American people. There's not enough accountability. Uh, the system and the checks and balances seems to be broken where there's two classes of people. There's you and I, as you wisely point out uh you know we'd get the book thrown at us for tiny things uh these people can simply do anything they want to and they're flat out sad to say via secret combinations um they've got their friends in high places if you will they're above the law and i don't like to see that being the reality but i i i can't say that i see anything different when i see this continual round bill clinton says he knows nothing the library releases nothing jeffrey goes to jail but You know, I don't see that we're really going to have real accountability. Where's the Me Too movement? You know that when the Me Too movement doesn't jump on it, it's not going to happen. I mean, the Me Too movement should be howling about this. This should be a top news story. Like it was for that, who's that big California guy? What's his name again? Oh, you talking about Weinstein? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, when it was Weinstein's turn, he was in the news literally every day. When it was Kavanaugh's turn to be a beaut every day. When it was Roy Moore's turn every day. Now, some of these people are guilty, some of these people are not, but nevertheless, when they want it to be a top story, it is. This is not a top story. That tells me that they don't intend to take this all the way to the bank, or else it would be, Kurt. Okay. Uh, Well, you know, I I think what they're going to do is uh, Epstein's getting older. Um, They're going to make a, you know, I guess you could say martyr out of him, Kind of like they did with Weinstein uh, and, uh, you know, Wiener, you know, as well, and a few of these guys. But um, the real criminals, you know, or at least the other ones that are connected higher, like Bill Clinton, they're just going to maybe pay some fines or whatever. But it's interesting on this whole uh, not releasing the documents from the Clinton Library, you know, they all want the president to release all of his tax documents, you know, uh, and then, uh, you know, that's just supposed to be done. But if the Clintons don't want to release their, uh, you know, these their sex capate okay. documents, then they don't have to. Though That's protected, right. right? Well, you know, that's just a problem, if you ask me, you know. Yeah. And the problem is, Kurt, I don't know who's who in this fight. Like, I don't know who the enemy is and who the friend is. I agree they're going to make a case example out of Epstein. Um, for sure. I think you're right. Spot on on that. And I agree that it's not going to touch the quote untouchables. Um, but I don't know who the untouchables are. Let me give you another example. Headline says this. Trump team 
and dishonest media withheld dirt on Kavanaugh's accuser. So it turns out they had a lot of dirt on the Kavanaugh accusers. They chose to um, rely on Kavanaugh's sterling reputation rather than uh, releasing the dirt on the accusers. And the dirt on these accusers goes to these girls who were, well, I don't know if you could call them Epstein girls, but they were like that. They were very young, salacious uh, girls that were not innocent as portrayed, but they were heavily involved in all kinds of, of alcohol and sex. And uh, Anyway, I don't even want to get into the details, but it's just not savory enough. For, I mean, it's, it's, wow, it's not good for radio. Nevertheless, the problem is um, the Trump administration even helped not release information. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A politically connected hedge fund billionaire, Jeffrey Epstein, who's already a registered sex offender, now facing charges of sex trafficking underage girls for years. Epstein entering a not guilty plea yesterday in New York and ordered to be held until his next court appearance. As prosecutors say, he's a flight risk. President Trump has been photographed with Epstein in the past. Rudy Giuliani, the president's lawyer, was asked if he knows Jeffrey Epstein. I can't imagine that I know him. His real close friend was Bill Clinton. I mean, he's the one who traveled on planes with him. Uh, I'm not saying that Bill Clinton was involved in any way, but he's the one he was really close to. So I can't imagine I ever had much to do with him. I don't, I don't recall ever having anything to do with him. A federal judge has blocked the Trump administration from forcing drug companies to disclose prices in their TV ads, saying Congress would have to do that. And this is USA Radio News. It is a horrible scenario, but it happens. Dennis writes about his wife. She was diagnosed with leukemia. In fact, she's a two-time survivor. And in the midst of all that, they ran up over a million dollars in medical bills. Thankfully, they're MediShare members. And Dennis says they are so thankful for that, how others came together to meet their needs. And that's how so many MediShare members feel. This is not health insurance. It's different. You don't have to pay for things you don't believe in. And like Dennis found out, it just works. So if you join MediShare, not only do you save a lot of money, the typical family saves about 500 bucks a month, but you know where your money's going each month. You're helping people, and if the time should come, they'll be helping and even praying for you. So, yes, it's different, and as more than 400,000 people now know, when it comes to health care costs, different is beautiful. Find out more. Call 833 34 Bible. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. President Trump says he is done working with the British ambassador to the United States after leaked cables showed that the ambassador called President Trump inept and clumsy. The president tweeting that Ambassador Kim Darrick is not very well liked in the U.S. anyway. He also took aim at Prime Minister Theresa May for what he called a mess with Brexit negotiations. A man's now facing charges in connection to the death of a former member of TV's original Mickey Mouse Club. Records show 36-year-old Daniel James Berta has been arraigned in Oregon's Jackson County Circuit Court on multiple charges, including manslaughter, for the death of Dennis Day. A neighbor says she's not surprised. We have known or felt in our hearts for a long time that he was the man. Police had been looking for Day after he disappeared last July. And this is USA Radio News.
promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. So let me make my case a little more clear. There's three stories here we're talking about. First story is the Defense Department computer system or network is being used as one of the top shares of child pornography. In fact, it's so bad there's a house bill targeting the use of Pentagon networks for child pornography right now, according to The Hill. Okay, very credible news source. Very good. Uh, All right, now, so government systems via the Pentagon, the national, quote, security of our nation, right, the Pentagon, they're not very secure in their cyber situation. It's so bad they're trying to put a bill to do something about it. It's amazing. Do we need a bill to stop porn on the national security of the Pentagon systems? Well, at the same time, billionaire Jeffrey Epstein got arrested and charged with sex traffickers or sex trafficking by prosecutors on Saturday. He's in the clink right now, okay? Well, he should be. He got arrested and he's charged. I don't know where he is. He's probably hanging out on, you know, Club Med or something, you know? Well, now Bill Clinton says he knows nothing about it, although he was on the airplane with Jeffrey over 26 times. Five of them he ditched his Secret Service to be there. That alone should require massive investigations, but it, of course, never did. Jeffrey Epstein got a special deal and got off the hook the first time. Now they're going to leave Jeffrey out to dry. But the Clinton Library refuses to hand over any information about this. Now, Kurt, the next story is Trump team and the dishonest media withheld dirt on Kavanaugh's accuser. Now, Kurt, these three stories sound like they're not related, but you got the media You got Trump, who said Jeffrey Epstein was a wonderful guy, totally fun to hang out with. You got Bill Clinton. You got all these. Okay. Is there any coincidence that the Pentagon is one of the biggest peddlers of child porn? These government officials are all now surrounding Jeffrey Epstein. And and now Trump's covering up, along with the dishonest media, uh, the dirt on Kavanaugh's accusers. Let's just rely on Kavanaugh's sterling reputation. We won't really dig up the dirt on these girls that are involved in the same kind of stuff Jeffrey on the other side of the coin is involved in. And you go, these girls, are they victims? Well, it's hard to say in college. They're old enough. Uh, But these girls are very, um, well, let's just say this. They have an incredible checkered past. Now, I'm not saying they don't deserve forgiveness. And I'm not saying they weren't victims to some degree. I don't know all the details. All I'm telling you is, why would the Trump administration of all groups choose to be involved in the media to say, we're not going to highlight any of that. We're going to bury all that. And we're just going to focus on Kavanaugh's sterling character to see us through. At some point, I see these three stories all connected, Kurt. Am I crazy? Well, um, you know, they they all have... uh... At least it seems to me like they all have um, wicked government as a connection. Um, you know, you've got, uh, it's true that there are good people in government in certain parts of it. But um, just like in the old days when you have a, a bad cop, you know, you got to get, get rid of the bad cop. If you're a good cop, you've got to just say, hey, we got to clean this clean house, you know. And uh, that's what we've got. In so many ways, don't you think? Yes, and I think you're right. The The common link is government. The other common link, Kurt, is secrecy. Yeah, there 
Yeah. Okay, Bill won't turn over records. Donald's uh, s- deciding we're not going to you know, highlight this and let you know about that. Um, Jeffrey Epstein got off the hook from some inside friends. Uh, the defense department is the one peddling the child pornography. I just think it's interesting that the Pentagon's the biggest, one of the biggest top shares of child pornography. And then you have all these people that are government hanging around this, quote, private billionaire, Jeffrey Epstein. And then it's all secret. No one's releasing information. And you would say, well, you know, Trump's not involved in this. Well, you would say, thank heavens, except for Trump saying that Jeffrey Epstein's a wonderful guy, fun to hang out with. Uh, you know, Donald Trump's been on Jeffrey Epstein's plane as well. And the Clinton Library refuses to hand over information. And now Donald Trump and the dishonest media, they're both withholding details about these accusers of Kavanaugh. Well, what about if they withheld information on the accusers of Kavanaugh, Kurt? Do you think they withheld information on the accusers of Roy Moore, sir? Well, the plot thickens fast, doesn't it? Yeah, sure. You know, and the other another, um, I guess you could say, connected uh, dot or whatever is something that, you know, is in part of all three is you have these sexual misconduct things or basically uh, uh, conduct against God's laws. Um, that is going on uh, once again. We know uh, that the president, you know, is not has never been uh, squeaky clean. But when you compare it to, uh, say, Bill Clinton with uh, the rape allegations and the actual settlement for rape and that kind of thing, uh, you know, to me, I I see him differently. Uh, now, I'm not telling you. And I'm sure even if you ask the president, he wouldn't say he's, uh, you know, um, squeaky clean or anything. But uh, when I see the things that he's doing, uh, protecting the unborn and uh, standing up for uh, so many areas that that we've never seen in our lifetime, uh, then I want to say, man, uh, please do even more, you know. Yes, I agree. And Kurt, Bill Clinton was on the plane 26 plus times. Five of them, he ditched his Secret Service to be on the plane. That was when he was president, right? Or that was when he had Secret Service protection as a governor, maybe. Who knows? Um, Donald Trump's been on the plane one time, Kurt, as a private citizen. That isn't the same at all. No, it isn't. Uh, But uh, as far as I know, it was uh, Secret Service protection after his presidency. with Bill Clinton, but, uh, you know, the guy, I mean, you go back to, uh, his days in Arkansas. But, and, but let me ask you, I know some of them were after the presidency, but how do we know what went on when he was president? Well, that's true. I mean, we don't have the details. We can't get them is the whole point, right? Well, some would say, Hey, you know, you've got the freedom of information act. And I'm telling you, if you've ever participated in that, uh, trying to get the government records, uh, you'll find that uh, it's not the way you think it is. You don't have to turn in the form and ask for it. Ask Larry Clayman and Judicial Watch and so many others, Tom Fitton. You know, even ask Kurt hard. Crosby and Sam Bushman. We've done our fair share of these requests, too. And it just either comes back as they ignore you. It's a big battle to even get anything. And if you get it, it's redacted to all get out, which means blocked out. And you can't even read what's going on hardly. That's right. That's right. I mean, it never ends. It's amazing. Uh, anyway, my goal is not to attack Donald Trump over this either. I agree comparatively. Hey, 
<laughs> the difference is stark and startling. There's no doubt. However, I don't want to protect the president either and act like we're just going to give him a pass. Hey, I want to know what happened when Donald was on that plane with Jeffrey, too. And I want to know what happened when Clinton was on there and everybody else. And you would say, well, Sam, that's a private matter. Not when you have sexual uh, liaisons with underage girls and the kingpin of it all. Jeffrey Epstein at the center of it and all kinds of government officials with him. And they turned a blind eye to it and gave him nothing but a pass the first go round. You kind of go, man, you know, where does this lead to? I don't know. But Larry Clayman uh, on another topic, but closely related, in my opinion, Kurt. Larry Clayman, quote, cut congressional salaries. Not raise them. Why pay more for do nothing worthless representation? And when I see what's going on right now, Kurt, it's hard for me to disagree. Well, you know, I like it's just the way it is, Sam. I mean, you get uh, the more you pay, it seems like in so many instances in government, the more you pay, the less you get. Uh, you know, with uh, with government, I mean, imagine if we really had uh, true servants to the people. And I'm talking about, you know, people that can serve. There are people that serve in your neighborhoods, in your uh, in your towns that serve at, well, I mean, at their own expense. And uh, there's no reason that we have to make it so that it has to be, you know, some kind of a you know, big money thing. And yet you look at, uh, I mean, representatives and senators that have gone in there uh, uh, almost penniless and yet uh, come out as, you know, some of the richest people you know, and you got to just say, hey, it's not all adding up. And uh, it, it adds up to one big thing, and that is criminal activity and and. You know, I mean, I've long recommended that we uh, have volunteers and that we ha- we get try to get the money out of the big politics. But man, it seems like uh, it's as they say, the mother's milk of politics. Huh? Yes, it is. Now Trump unloads on Fox News, Kurt. Donald said they forgot the people who put them there. What do you think of that, Kurt? Well, that happens all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, but I'm convinced they never thought about the people that put them there. They had a con game going on is all. We report, you decide. People were just deceived on what Fox was. That's all. The people who put them there are the big money guys. Well, that's right. And so uh, the deception is on. Donald fallen for it. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. 
Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. So I submit that they didn't forget who put them there. They're being true to the people that put them there. That is Fox News uh, paying attention to the big money folks and denying the people. They just had a con game going on where the people thought they put Fox there. The people thought Fox was, you know, the conservative news oracle. And people thought, hey, you know, Fox, they report, we decide. But that's been a big lie. So Donald Trump unleashes on Fox News. And they forgot the people that put them there. Well, Donald, I, I think you're a little deceived on that one, buddy. You don't know what's going on in the media, and you're just showing over time your ignorance. You're right that the media is a scandalous problem. But you don't know who's who in this game, Right. For example, as Trump salutes Air Force, Kurt, for the 4th of July. So Trump is saluting an Air Force flyover. CNN cuts to commercial, Kurt. Can't have the president ever looking presidential, sir. Well, that's exactly right. And I believe, uh, you know, that if people watch that, if they really got to see the whole... uh, thing instead of uh, just you know little snippets where they where they want to bring up uh, and foment the problems then they'll uh, they would they would see uh, the true uh, picture in my opinion one of my favorite parts of the fourth of July event that uh, hosted by the president and his wife and uh, the vice president and his wife was the uh, singing of the uh, battle hymn of the republic right at the end and and uh, you know you you have some great patriotic things as well as huge um, references to the God of Heaven and uh, our reliance on His uh, you know protection and et cetera. It's just uh, it was tremendous, but uh, I didn't see much of much coverage at all about that. I don't think there was hardly any mention of that. Did you? No, virtually zero. Now, Kurt gave me four clips of Donald Trump last Wednesday or Tuesday before the 4th of July, I think it was, or Wednesday, one of the two. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Um, you know, we talked about it and played a lot from that clip about Donald signing a great bill, 
uh, and then talking about the border you know, issue and stuff like that, doing a great job. We played that. I reviewed the rest of that. Curdy finished by talking about the jobs and said we're just doing a phenomenal job on the jobs. And he's right in many ways about that. The economy is doing uh, you know, quite well. He talked about the tax cuts being responsible for that primarily uh, and the, the decreased regulations. And I think both of those things are correct indeed. And the mainstream press ignored all that. And then President Trump talked about how we just need to push harder for more protection at the border. And President Trump is right, but they ignored him. And, and now I've got three other clips Kurt gave me that I need to get time to go through on the 4th of July where Donald's doing a great job in the mainstream press. You know, they just cut to see cut to commercials during the, the flyover and the salute. They want you to believe that Donald Trump is just doubling down and, and um, you know, evil with all of his tanks and everything else. And, you know, I'm concerned about Donald and the tanks, but I don't believe that's the whole picture. Donald and, and family and crew and were very patriotic for the 4th of July. They highlighted some really important points that just got flat out ignored in the media. We'll try to get to that as soon as I have time to edit some of that stuff out. Um, you know, I was hoping Kurt would send me some time markers, but I'll, I'll be searching for the, the clips we want to play out of those. How long are those three clips altogether? Kurt? How much material do I need to go through? Do you know? Well, you know, the 4th of July one is, you know, like an hour plus, but you've got yeah. music and different things like that. But, you know, the thing that... How long are all three of them together? Uh, I think the other two are, they're from the White House um, yeah. YouTube channel. And they basically are the president just saying the things that uh, he thinks are important, uh, where they have these little impromptu news conferences where he's leaving town or whatever, and then the people ask him some questions and he responds. Uh, but, you know, the, like you mentioned, the tank thing, I mean, if you ask most people, I think, um, you know, because of the way the media covered the tank idea, they'd be like, man, Washington, D.C. is covered in tanks. Uh, there were two uh, tanks that they brought in. They brought them in on, you know, a, a truck, as far as I understand, because they were worried about making sure not tearing up the roads. They were just sitting there um, at the event that I saw, uh, just like a prop would be of, you know, flags or, or anything else, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was a very patriotic event, um, where the president, uh, gave a lot of good historical references in his talk and, uh, and, uh, just did a great job. Uh, yeah. One of them is there, called you know, president Trump delivers a statement on departure. It's 20 minutes long. So I got to edit that one out. And, you know, what's fascinating yeah. to me is there's all these sound bites, Kurt, and I, I really want to highlight this. There's all these sound bites you're giving me. And Donald is speaking clearly. It's great audio. It's well done, well presented. Donald's not being interrupted or abused. He can say what he really thinks in long enough form to really understand his context and his his points. Very, He sounds very professional and very succinct and very, I would say, educated and, and, and well thought out. And, and his delivery is impeccable. I mean, it's really, really, really good. And then all we get from the mainstream press is this thing with a helicopter in the background or whatever, and you can hardly hear Donald, and he gets he makes about two or three statements that, you know, when they when they play it back, it kind of doesn't even hardly make any sense because it's it's cherry-picked to not make sense. It's cherry-picked to be out of context. It's cherry-picked to make the president look like just an idiot flying around doing nothing else. Uh, and, and I submit to you that it's done by design against the president that way. They have all this other audio. I mean, if I have it, they have it, Kurt, right? But they're intentionally doing this to where you don't have the president's, in the public eye, the president's not a 
well thought out, you know, well presented person. He's a confused, always on the run, eating cheeseburgers about to die tomorrow. Uh, you know, they have this persona that they've created, which is a flat out lie. And the audio that I see that you're providing and, and that we're working together and work through and stuff behind the scenes is just totally different, Kurt. Well, that's what I like about this. It's basically circumventing the uh, mainstream or lamestream media. And, uh, you know, they they keep wanting to, uh, <laughs> as you would say, cherry pick or just, you know, uh, make the picture differently. But, I mean, when you can go to YouTube and uh, grab the, from the White House um, YouTube channel, grab the audio and the video, I mean, I don't see why anybody would continue to just get, you know, basically NBC, CBS, ABC, and all those guys to just um, rip it apart for you. Well, part of the reason is time, Kurt, and what's pushed in your face versus what you have to get. The the mainstream press takes that 20-minute clip that I got to work through, and they boil it down into maybe 40 seconds of manipulated, you know, details, and it's pushed down your throat at every tournament. Even when you're pumping gas, it's fed to you, right? Um, and, and the TVs are on everyone. It's just pushed into your face. The other one requires you to one, learn where to go two go there three deal with 20 minutes of a video. And most people just don't have the time or the skills or the capabilities or even the knowledge that it exists for that matter. And so I, I agree with your point to where we need to search this out and work through it and all that stuff. I'm just telling you that it's, it's very difficult. By the way, just so you know, in the 20 minutes, I was amazed that, you know, that he hit on so many different things. Uh, of and, course he uh, did. But that's when you, you know, get his full context, Kurt. He does a great job. Yeah, that's right. Right? I mean, he hit on so many things because he's thinking, hey, this is where I can set out the pure agenda, what we're really doing, what we're really talking about, what our reference points are, what we're really thinking. You get the context there. It's not all manipulated to make him look like a buffoon. Okay, it's just a completely different presentation, in my opinion. I mean, you know, and so, but the problem is, hey, what sound bites will they take out of it versus what sound bites would I take out of it, Kurt? And I'm telling you right now, they're going to be completely different. First off, mine's going to be a little bit more long form than theirs will be. They would say, because I have more time, I would say, because I want more of the context that I want to manipulate it. I don't want to make it tell a different story. I want to try to do my best to preserve the intent and the context the best I can. They have a different attitude, a different agenda, and it's plain to see. It's absolutely plain to see. All right, I find this interesting, Kurt. Speaking so much of the media, there's a headline that says this. Um, It's a group called Clip Interactive. I don't know if you know who they are, but they're like this media group or whatever. Clip Interactive now says radio broadcasters can make money by offering a commercial free option, Kurt. And I want to speak to that a little bit. Do you have a comment on that first? I don't know enough really to comment about it. but um, Well, they're just saying radio people can create a commercial free option if they want to. I think that's been around forever, hasn't it? Usually there's a commercial free option. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Commercial free options. I think the most of the time the people that are doing the commercial free option that I see are like NPR or somebody else that's got government money or special endowments or special privileges for the most part. 
Well, but then what they do is they, you might say it's commercial free, but then they'll say something like, uh, you know, support for this program is not, you know, generously provided by, yes, sir. you know, and that's how they do that. So they, they don't really do it without commercials. And then, you know, besides the tax dollars being used. Yeah, and even um, like satellite radio used to say, well, we're the commercial-free option. Hey, no commercials. You'll pay 8 10 12 bucks a month or whatever, and there'll be no commercials. Now satellite radio's got commercials all over it, Kurt, so that isn't true either. Um, mm-hmm. What I find fascinating about this is do I think it's possible to do commercial-free radio and have it fund itself or have listener-funded? I do believe that's possible, Kurt, but I don't believe it's possible when you have government in the middle. Okay, it's kind of like solar. I think solar is one of the next greatest things if you can get government out of it. With government in it, though, I'm telling you, it's ruined. Okay, same thing with this commercial-free stuff. As long as you have government peddling this stuff where they pretend it's commercial-free, but they promote, like you said, this broadcast is brought to you in part by, you know, the Something Foundation, helping people deal with the environment at suchandsuch.org. Okay, they're lying. It's not commercial-free at all. But as long as you have government involved in it, subsidized government competition, I'm not so sure it's viable, Kurt. Now, if you get government out of it, do I think that the people would pay for channels? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that the, the Clip Interactive is right, but not an environment where there's too much government involvement. I mean, i got to compete against NPR. i got to compete against, what, um, public TV what is that, PBS and all these groups, okay? Um, and I would say this, though. I don't know that I want commercial-free radio. That's the other thing that's interesting. They treat commercials as his enemy, Kurt. Commercials are bad things. I look at commercials as good things. You want me to tell you why, Kurt? Because if you listen to Liberty News Radio, and I bring you 50 commercials, just say, mm-hmm. those commercials are solving several things. Number one, they're giving me a chance to, say, go to the restroom if I need to. Which, you know what, if I'm on the radio two plus hours or whatever, I've got to go to the restroom sometime. So I've got to have some commercials. Secondly, though, um, I need time to get our guest on the radio. This top of the hour news, you guys are going to hear a little bit of the mainstream press news. I'm going to be going to the restroom really quick, and I'm going to get our guest on the line for the next hour. i got to have some time to do that. Well, anyway, but most importantly, the value of commercials is you learn you plug into this ecosystem of those who support conservative, hard-hitting radio. You find those friendly. When I talk about raw honey delivered directly to your door, localhoneyman.com, you're now tied into a business that funds incredible talk radio. When I talk about Brian Russ, russcoinandgift.com, you're talking about businesses that support who we are and what we do so that you can support them. It creates this synergistic financial solution. I don't want to ditch that either. We declare this nation shall endure. 